listening to this. This episode is brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Let me tell you something about Bevel. They're taking the grooming industry by storm. Shout out to my guy Tristan Walker and the whole Bevel team. They have, listen, you want to learn about them? Go over to getbevel.com forward slash P. They have given me a discount code. There's, there's, there's deals over there. See what it's all about. They got the shaver, the lotions, the buzzer, and you know the buzzer. Nas is the ambassador. He says it's a signature fade with that bevel blade. Getbevel.com forward slash P. Check out what they got going on. Thank me later. This episode is also brought to you by the good folks at UN Athletics. Let me tell you something about UN Athletics. We also joined with them. 10% off your order. And free shipping. That's right. Go to youandathletics.com. Go see what you like over there. And at the end, put in the code checkout. Put in Pete10. And get yourself 10% off and get yourself free shipping. They got a lot of dope collabs coming up. They got the Anthony Mason shoe that they're giving all the proceeds to the family. They got an Outlaw shoe coming up. They have um, they have this um, All-Star shoe coming up. Listen, they got a bunch of stuff coming. Head on over to youandathletics.com. At checkout, put in Pete10. Get yourself 10% off. And get free shipping. Now let's get to the show. Cheer. Internet, so on this episode, I sat down with my brother Dallas Penn and my longtime friend, Mr. Yuming Wu. I mean, just a real quiet dude, but to be honest with you, to me, one of the most powerful men in, this, in the footwear industry. A uh, digital maven, uh, founder of SneakerCon, founder of Sneaker News, co-founder of Freshness Mag, um, co-founder of Stadium Goods. I mean, just somebody who's been doing it and doing it at a high level for a long time. Um, we get to hear about, you know, what it takes to be successful and what it takes to really make it and how to make money in this multi-billion dollar industry, the footwear industry. And, you know, in in the Premium Peach Show, I feel like we bring you entrepreneurs and, you know, um, lawyers and artists and athletes and and all different types of people. So I wanted to step back into my sneaker culture and really, um, you know, focus on somebody that I think is is so powerful but so quiet, so humble. And I really enjoy that. Listen, Internets, I want you to check in, okay? Whatever city you're from, at the Premium Pete Show, at Premium Pete, on Instagram or Twitter, let me know where the fuck you're listening from. If you're listening from Sweden, Atlanta, Houston, you know, if you're from Toronto, wherever the fuck you are, at me. Tell me if you want to say, like, yo, fuck you, Pete, but I'm checking in from Minnesota. I don't give a fuck. Let me know where you're from. I want to know where you're from. Leave more comments on the SoundCloud. Let me know. Just at the Premium Pete Show, at Premium Pete. Let me know where you're from. Now, let's get to this episode with Mr. Yu Ming Wu. Come on, everybody, get set. Let's go. It's the next episode. It's the Premium Pete Show. News, interviews, all of the info. Listen up, it's the Premium Pete Show. If you want the scoop in the low, down low. Listen to the show, cause Milk said so. Fuck what you heard, better act like you know. It's the Premium Pete Show. Welcome back to another episode of the Premium Pete Show. My brother Dallas Penn is in the building. Internets. And listen, I'm excited for this Los one. Internetos. Oh, for Spanish-speaking people. Yes. Los Internetos. I'm excited for this for one because un over the year, we have done so many different episodes. Sat down with jewelers, to artists, to actors, to entrepreneurs, to chefs, to everything. And when, you know, being in the podcast game for, what, like almost seven years, mm. sitting down with so many people, you know, I always want to do more than just hip-hop. Mm. You know, and I always want to do, like, like, like things that I love and things that that, that I fuck with. And mm. to be honest with you, many people don't understand how many legs of hip hop there is. Like Voltron. Mm. You know? How many legs does Voltron have? I mean, to be honest with you, I want to say he had like five in my opinion. How many legs did Voltron have? Two. 
Okay, Thank but you. but I felt it was five because it was his arms, the legs, it was another piece. Right, he had, a, he had different pieces. He had different pieces. Okay, you okay. know, but 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 I will say, you know, obviously sneakers have been near and dear to our heart always. But more importantly, um, just movers and shakers that we're friends with have been, you know, people that we have affiliated ourselves with, and just you know have become friends for the love and the common bond of sneakers. When you could honestly say this is going to be a bit, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna. Pause. I'm gonna lay it on YM, but as an influencer, mm. as someone taking culture, translating it, bringing it to, you know, actually chopping it up into mm. pieces so that it can be digested better, more seamlessly, you know, more integrated, and a true Yorker, mm, mm, mm. bigger than anything. You're not even. You you didn't even you. You listen, could, listen. There's so many he, things. Wait a minute. I'm just okay, thinking. Okay, he's okay. he's he lived in New York all his life, but he could have been sent here like Superman. Yeah, he could be. <laughs> he could be from another <laughs> you think, planet. You think he's a superhero? He could be from another planet. Listen, I want to break. I, I I feel like somebody is not only what they do or have done, but I want to break down some of the um you know titles of Mister Yu Ming Wu. Okay, Yu Ming for those who are in the sneaker or streetwear culture or just lifestyle. Um, founder of SneakerNews.com. Mm. A co-founder of freshnessmag.com, mm. um, co-founder of SneakerCon, right? Um, yes. Quick question: Has Freshness Mag ever been on in, on paper? Uh, no. Okay. Yeah. But we'll we'll get to that one second. Um, Brilliant. Hold up, I'm not done yet. Um, founder of JordansDaily.com, mm. right? Um, listen, so much fucking projects that you have done too over the years with fucking footwear companies we're going to get into. But right off the bat, internet, welcome Yu Ming Wu to the Premium Peace Show. Supreme, not the brand, Supreme Life Stylist. Well, Yu Ming, welcome, man. I'm so happy you're here. Thank you. Thank you, you both of you, you guys you, for having me. You know why I'm happy you're here? Because you don't talk much. You're a be- behind the scenes type guy. You're a fucking a, a gentleman. You know what I mean? And you're not somebody that's like flashing and boasting what the fuck you do. And I always felt, I mean, we've been friends for a long time, but I always felt that you were a great example to many people. And that's why I was so, you know, I wanted to do this episode for a minute because I want people to hear your journey. And and right off the bat, and we'll go back and forth on this episode, but how did you think of, take us through the day that you bought SneakerNews.com that day, like on GoDaddy, if you bought it from there. Yeah, um, well, this was probably two years after I started FreshnessMag.com. Mm-hmm. Freshness Which, when was, did you start FreshnessMag? Uh, that was in 2003. And you started uh, that with... Um, my, my partner, Danny, yeah. uh, who I know from college. Mm-hmm. Uh, we both went to uh, Parsons School of Design. Mm-hmm. Uh, we studied mm-hmm. design there. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we kind of just became friends. And in 2002, there weren't, you know... There weren't communities. There were, you know, Nike Talk, and there were uh, sure. some toy communities. But all of these things really coexist uh, on, on some level. It's separated, interconnected through through little, right. yeah. t- but but generally separated. Yeah. So, you know, a company like A Life back back then created these art shows downtown, and they created toys, and they had a sneaker store, and they have art, they have T-shirts, you know, all this in- incredible stuff. Mm. We, we've kind of just both. Uh, discover this world and we just fell in love with it and we just wanted to know everything about it so that's how freshness Freshness started yeah Yeah. i kind of started it on my own a little bit and i discovered dan one of my uh, classmates uh, was really into it as well so we kind of came 
came together and just said, you know what, let's uh, figure out if we can do this as a business mm. as we kind of started, as we graduated. So we actually um, created the company the the summer of uh, graduation. Mm. And that was, was, what year was that? Uh, 2003. Now, let me ask you, mm. did you know how to build websites or you just hired people to do that at the time for freshness? So I, I've actually built websites all my life. I started when I was 15 years old. How the fuck? What you, <laughs> hey, hey, take us through that. How the fuck is uh, it? I, I'm, try, I'm trying to think what website did I see when I was 15 years old? Um, I, I had to become an adult <laughs> to see a web. I had seen cable. I had seen porno. Yeah. When I was fourteen, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. I didn't see a website until I was like twenty. But but uh, I had to vote. How did you learn how to code or, or build websites? I think it was 1995, yeah. Windows 95, really came out, and I uh, begged my parents for a computer. You know what? You guys asked me that question. Did I have a set of encyclopedia? And I said no. They couldn't afford it. But you know, I figured they they would at the least. Consider they, they they you leapfrogged having encyclopedia <laughs> yeah, books. Yeah, he went. Yeah, you yeah. like 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 you leapfrogged that. So 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 you get it. Com- so I got a computer. I just started messing around. You know, mm-hmm. I, I AOL just started at that mm-hmm. time as well. Um, dial up, dial up, exactly. Noisy um, motherfucker. <laughs> Yo, I'll never forget when I try to sign on at night. And uh, my oh, mother would man. tell me, don't go on the computer. Like, for some reason, like, they put a curfew on things. You know what yeah. I mean? I guess that's what parents do. You know what I mean? But anyway, like, I would put a fucking towel over the fucking uh, modem because yeah. it would just be like... The, uh, 28, uh, the dial-up, the, oh da- the dialing sound, the, the connection, all that stuff was crazy. But they gave you these CDs and you get 30 days free. Sure. I used to break uh, weed up on them. You know... <laughs> The past uh, getting the com- begging for the computer, which they agreed to, uh, they wouldn't really pay for the you know this monthly service sure. of getting on t- on- onto the internet. So you you kind of figured your way around that, uh, and so from there you know hacking your way into into the world. Sure, you kind of really have to start learning how you can make the most of the resources you had at that time. Mm. And uh, f- I think you guys know, but you know, my parents were immigrants, and I, I'm, I myself am also an immigrant. I uh, came here when I was six, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I'm not a true, true New Yorker, but I've mm. spent my entire life here. No, nah, no, nah, you, <laughs> you did it here. He became a product yeah. of his environment. You did you know it here. I mean? <laughs> um, so I just kind of learned to build websites. Shio Cities uh, mm-hmm. was where I really learned how to code and, and create these mm. really amateur websites. You know, like. Gift what was that? Animation. That was a forum. That was a forum group. GeoCity was uh, what oh, the we would, yes, 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 what yes, we yes, today yes. would uh, know be known as like Blogger or like uh, mm-hmm. what's the other website? Um, WordPress. Uh, no, no, the other one oh, that uh, got Tom- bought by uh, Yahoo. Oh, uh, whatever. Uh, the Flick- not Flickr. Site Builder um, or Tumblr. 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 Yeah. Yep. So that was early version of Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I just built websites, and um, you know, as I got into college, I, I quickly realized that. Actually, I, I went to college. I went to the Borough Manhattan Community College. Within four months, I dropped out. I just knew that it wasn't for me. Um, mm. I, I just, you know, trying to become a computer scientist was not a was but, not my and, life. And you spent your days hanging out in Chinatown, <laughs> so not yet. School, hanging out the arcade. <laughs> I went to uh, the high school for humanities in Chelsea, mm-hmm. and I kind of saw a whole new world there. Uh, mm. You know, with the punks, uh, the gay community, uh, especially how how that community functioned mm-hmm. uh you know saw mm-hmm. people with pink hair blonde hair uh you know all of this so you saw a melting pot you, yeah, you guys got your mind blown 
Got it your was mind blown. Now let me ask some. You, you, what did your parents say when you were that young? You know, coding and stuff. Like, did they believe like? Is, did they, they believe in you, or they just like? Hey. Know, I don't think they really understood. Uh, as I mentioned, my my parents are immigrants. My my dad worked in uh, owned a Chinese restaurant in in Elizabeth, New Jersey. Okay. Uh, my take mom out? take out, okay. uh, and my mom uh, worked in a sweatshop. So they were weren't really around. Yeah. Mm. Uh, they weren't really paying too much attention to what I was doing. So. Mm. Mm. I Were just, you the oldest of your siblings? No, I have an older sister. You have an older sister? Yeah. So she kind of kept watch uh, more or less uh, mm-hmm. through mm-hmm. my life. But um, mm-hmm. yeah, I was just left to left to my own. And, and but, you, but you've so. always kind of kept it like quiet storm anyway. Yeah. Yeah, so, exactly. So nobody, nobody wants to really bother you. And you can just operate and you can just float. Now, we, we were talking and, and, and you've kind of been part of the Brooklyn transformation. Mm-hmm. You know, your way of filtering style has become, you know, this this movement in Brooklyn. Tell me about Brooklyn where you where you grew up. You know, I uh I I started my 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 life in uh my US life in in the low east side actually. Okay. Uh, I went to elementary school uh at PS2 on Henry Street. Okay. Um, that was kind of like, you know, you don't go north of Delancey. That's where the mm. danger was. So you just certain neighborhoods. I, mm. uh, I lived on Canal and Essex. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so all along Essex, there were, you know, all these interesting, um, did, I, th- I believe it was still very Jewish at that did time. Did you mess with that Bialy spot? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> okay. Bialy playing Classic. handball at Seward Park. Classic uh, stuff. There yes. was an arca- arcade, which was a little bit more safe, uh, for me to be in. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I started there, uh, and then from there I lived with my grandmother. Uh, I ended up, um, moving back. Uh, so as I I mentioned, parents being immigrants worked, you know, day and night. Um, so they weren't really, really around, uh, and uh, until my mom kind of, we kind of settled, settled in, uh, I believe that would be Borough Park. Mm. Uh, in mm-hmm. Brooklyn, mm-hmm. Uh, a very very Hasidic uh, Jewish neighborhood, Forty mm-hmm. uh, Fifth and Fort still Hamilton, mm-hmm. uh, still is. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so I went to um, John J. Pershing Junior High School. Mm. Uh, there, what actually that was the place, and I still tell the story um, where I discovered Michael Jordan. Mm-hmm. Um, I, you know, everyone talks about Michael Jordan in my school, mm-hmm. and so one night I just like picked up on TV, uh, one of the games, and I watched him play for the very first time. I believe this was uh, around 89 or so. I was mm. in, in junior high school. Mm-hmm. So th- the funny thing is the very next day I went to school and one of my classmates had the uh, fire red fives on mm. and everyone surrounding him. So in junior high school, I think uh, probably 12, 13, mm-hmm. were surrounding this guy looking at his Jordans. And it was just amazed me that uh, this, this was happening. Uh, I obviously <laughs> like begged. you just watched those sneakers <laughs> yeah. playing a game, and exactly. now he was wearing them. Yeah, um, around that same time, Reebok Pump. Um, mm-hmm. um, I begged my parents for, for some cooler sneakers because I w- I probably was wearing some Payless joints, mm-hmm. whatever. The <laughs> and 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 I'm sure you know. You, you, like I said, you know, you grew up. Were you able to Were you able to get them? No, no. Uh, so I, what did you? What is your what is your first pair of sneakers that you bought with your bread? I don't re- so the the what they did get me after I begging for actually uh uh I believe they were like uh D-lights. Uh, was it no, mm. the Reebok uh Omnilite? Omnilite. 
Uh, D Browns. D Browns. Okay, yeah. Because um, yeah. they were 125, mm. I believe, at that time, mm-hmm. which was really expensive. Right, right. Um, and they, it was tax on that too. Yeah, it was. It they was. got me a A6 gel. I believe it was a gel like three. Mm. I be- and I believe it was an OG A6 Gel i3. Mm. Uh, I didn't know how hard I was stunting at that time, but yeah, yeah. See, that's, then I don't want compared. Then I don't, to- <laughs> then I don't want you to tell me about that shoe you made. I want you to tell me about the shoe that you said. You know what? I fuck with kicks. So, uh, in high school, I um, I started working as many little jobs as possible. I uh, ended up working in a sweatshop. Uh, the the collared shirt that you wear. Um, there's a there's a piece of fabric that makes it uh, stiff. Mm-hmm. I was the person that was putting that on. Uh, mm. It's a penny a piece, mm. and so to make two uh, dollars, you have to put two hundred of those pieces on. Mm-hmm. And so I think I made about twenty dollars a week uh, at that time in, in high mm. school. Um, and so it took a while, but you know, took about two weeks before I could buy, buy my very first pair of uh, Converse Chucks. Dig it. So there that was uh, so throughout my high school years, I, I wore Chucks because that's all I could afford. I, nah, I knew I mean, very you could afford more, but you was a punk. <laughs> no, I, I actually uh, I knew better than just seeing the the way my parents worked. Yeah. I knew better than to ask for any more money at that point. When yeah. I was in junior high school, I didn't understand the concept mm-hmm. of mm-hmm. Uh, not until work you yet. worked. Wow, yeah, not until I worked in a sweatshop. Dig that, sure. Uh, Dig that. And I eventually also worked for my dad uh, in the takeout restaurant on the oh weekends. Oh my god. But, you know, that, long that hours. Had to be tough. No, well, you on that scooter though. You weren't on that scooter with the gloves in any type of weather. No, right? no, you were cooking. You were, you were in the kitchen. Not. <laughs> Yo, let me tell, let me tell you something. You yeah. Chinese, chef. Chinese takeout. Do they ever fucking close? Ever? I feel like if there's like a hurricane, <laughs> they, you could call them up. Like Chinese takeout. You know, like oh, they're still there. Uh, nah. I think the uh, the Chinese takeout that we know today are a little bit more aggressive than the, the as the, far as hours and, 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 and yeah. 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 And My, and yeah. I'm gonna tell you something too. I'm fucking with this new spot. Around around my my wife's way, and I swear to God, they rang the bell right as I was about to call them. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing, yo. You they're mean, reading my mind right now. What right? I want to get to is is yeah. I want to. So we spoke a little bit about mm-hmm. freshness yeah. and and how you got you know you started oh, right. on a coder Sneaker and news. What, tell me the day that you decide to uh, purchase Sneaker News. And so freshness uh, eventually moved. On. I I actually. Search Craigslist. I found a job. I worked for a company called RGA. Um, surprised me. Surprised to me was that uh, the co- the job ended up uh, rebuilding NikeBasketball.com. Mm. While I was there, I continued to kind of mess around with freshness and build and stuff. But I discovered. Uh, I read an article that says domains are going to be the ne- next real estate. And as a young uh, young professional, I made. I think like $40,000 a year at that time with school bills mm. uh, and all kinds of bills and taxes and whatnot. You end, you end up with like maybe like two three $300 a month to yourself. So right. I bought Real domains. Mm-hmm. And so I knew at that point, I, and I saw an opportunity in sneakers, uh, I started buying a lot of sneaker uh, domains. Like what? Do you remember the time? Uh, so one of the magazines I, I ca- that caught my eye was Footwear News. Okay. I said, if there's a Footwear News, I wonder if there's a Sneaker News. And so there wasn't. Mm. And so I bought it mm-hmm. for $6.95, mm. maybe. <laughs> mm. It's crazy because mm. it's, it's crazy because mm. if you think about it, and we'll go through it, but yeah. Sneaker News... Um, how many years now? Ten. But 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 you want something? Hold on for a second. Hold on for a second. Not yeah. just not just buying the domain, okay? Because that's that's one thing. People buy plenty of domains, but the work you have to put in now to make it that, 
Like you, in a way, you challenged yourself by saying, "Okay, boom, we're gonna be sneaker news." Now we're we're going to literally define what this what this is. Well, no, and before he answers that, you're right, Dallas, and and, and you know, but think about it. That name, sneaker news. You're right. Think about the work that, like, okay, you had a mindset of what you wanted to do, but right now, as we sit here, he has done a lot of that consistently for 10, 12, 10, 12 years. What so I'm, what I'm saying too is, is, is the beginning. How did you even? What was the process to do that? Because okay, you want to make news about sneakers, and you want to make this sneakers news website dope, but not the. How do you know you're going to be a fucking top player for so many years? Um, I actually at that point was weren't really thinking that high level. I mean, I obviously needed to figure things out, but the main thing is, uh, I think a lot of a lot of my push to to uh, and drive to to what it is today, a lot of it was just really just being broke, um, mm. you know, and, and mm. you know, living living uh, with immigrant parents and, and seeing the way they they worked. You're gonna uh, the long you're hours, gonna, yeah. You're gonna change that word tonight because you weren't broke. <laughs> You were working. I was working, but still, you you just don't. You just have didn't any. have money. I just didn't have any. That's, struggle, fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have money. You know, because as long as you are working, you are not broken. Broke things right. don't work. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> hey, listen, I didn't know you were a fucking poet tonight. You know? I, I think one one important story I have to say is that um, I uh, part of a lot of the drive for for, for sneaker news was I. Um, my dad gave me an old Dodge, 1989 Dodge Spirit, um, and this was in 2000, 2004, I mm. believe. It was quite a quite old car, mm-hmm. and I was driving it one day, and it just broke on the highway. Mm. Uh, you know, got told, um, my, uh, and I was working at RG at that time, and I, I could not afford a car. Uh, one of the garage guys was a friend of my brother-in-law's, and he, they felt bad for me, so they gave me one of their cars. And it's not it's not that <laughs> glamorous. Mm. You're, you're taking a car from a, a basically a grease monkey. Mm-hmm. Uh, you mm-hmm. know, it's it's very dirty. So uh, I actually was incredibly in, embarrassed to be driving this. Hold on for a second. You you're walking around in chucks. You were a punk. You mean you uh, were? I, I, yeah, it was you a had Subaru the, you had station wagon. So it was a little bit. It was an oh, upgrade. Oh, Subaru! Come on. It was an upgrade <laughs> from the Dodge Spirit, but still, it was it was just disgusting in there, you know. Uh, yeah. But and surprisingly, that car also broke on mm-hmm. the highway. Mm-hmm. And that day on, I, I just I knew I didn't have enough money to uh, afford a new car. So so then you just started needed, Uber. You no, made he, you you <laughs> mean you started Uber? Started Uber. <laughs> now you know you know. You I know wish what? Uh, so. Okay. So, I needed the money, and I didn't have it. Um, I couldn't afford it based off my my RGA salary. I I so one of the magazines I read, uh, I, I discovered the whole world of um, uh, uh, affiliate marketing, and I built a website called Kicksfinder. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember that actually. You built right. Kicksfinder so, too. Mm. That's actually that's that's the beginning of sneaker news. Uh, was really not having money to pay for the car, figuring out a way to to pay for this car uh, by building a website that gave me commission that it's an additional revenue uh, I guess uh, salary that website but it took off though took slowly it took off Um, I think it took about nine months uh, before I decided that I had enough money to buy the car uh, payments obviously Mm -hmm. Um, and Eventually, I was actually paying my parents' mortgage as well at that time. Wow. Uh, 
and eventually it paid for the car, the monthlies, uh, the mortgage, and I actually had enough money left over that I actually had a salary as well. And that's actually... And this is within a year? Within about a year's time. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so I, I, at that point, that's when I decided to uh, quit my job. I also, I think... When, I when was this that you quit your job? 2007. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I don't recall. I, I don't. I don't know my age actually. So. <laughs> okay, you, you old bastard. You know. You know. Um, you know. You look at uh, people call you like a web pioneer. You know. Um, you know. You take sneaker news, and and for those who don't know, maybe sneakers, right? You look at it like when you put up sneaker news, and then you see like a nice kicks, or you see like these other websites. Were you worried about like competition at the time? Because I'll be honest with you. For a long time, I mean, Nice Kicks had a run on and off, but uh, and I'm not saying this because you're here, and I love Shoe Game. Um, G Rock is a good friend of mine. Um, also, there's Kicks on Fire. There's a bunch of other ones, but I'm telling you, and I, again, I'm not saying this because you're here. Sneaker News um, really was the big dog of them all. Um, you weren't like you know when competition comes in. I mean, you see Uber, you see Lyft, you know, you see Nike, you see Adidas. How did you handle that? Especially for somebody who's not fucking, you know, a punk. In 2007, when when uh, Sneaker News officially launched, uh, and it launched in uh, November of 2007, um, there was already a lot of competition. There was already nice kicks, mm-hmm. uh, kicks on fire. I think believe I believe was started not too uh, not too long ago. Uh, sneaker files was was, uh, that's was what sneaker files around right, yep. for a while. So collector was yep, kind of right. around as well. Uh, so there was actually really a, a large group of uh, of competitors you know as we call them um so for me starting from scratch uh yeah, I, I really had to put some put some really heavy efforts onto it uh and when i quit my job i, I was solo you know i obviously still had a salary in in, in one way or another from kicksfinder uh, eventually i merged the two and kind of shut down Kicksfinder, but uh, today it, it's it still exists on, on some level, and we can talk about that later. Uh, but competition, uh, I, I think I, I absolutely love competition. Mm. Um, I, I think it's it's really the drive of knowing that there's someone out there who can be better than you, and if you don't become better than, if you don't really use that as a drive to become better, not become better than them them but really i look at it more of a become the absolute best Mm. um at least try to achieve that goal of becoming the absolute best you know uh, it's not trying to destroy competition i I think competition out there really helps uh it motivates you it motivates you if there's no competition out there i might get boring i might i might get bored right crazy so going back now to 1989 your first time watching michael jordan because I feel like when you watch Michael Jordan win a championship, that right there put the battery in your back, and you said, "Now you have to be the Michael Jordan." Possibly, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> I, mean, a, I don't think I thought about it that way. But uh, yeah, I mean, uh, watching I, I'm watching thinking, sneaker news. You 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 buy sneaker news in in two thousand three, five, two thousand five. Okay, so you you develop it, you build it, you. You cycle yourself up to dominate this information cycle for two years. You don't launch until 
November 2007. So you're building the page. You're building the flow of, of content. You're, you're how you're going to roll information out. I think, yeah, absorbing at that time. It was more absorbing. I mean, I had already had freshness, and I kind of un- understood the, uh, you know, it was when I started freshness, there was no, the word blog had just come into ex- its Absolutely. existence. Absolutely. Um, so it was a lot of absorbing, a lot of learning. I, I, spe- mm-hmm. I actually I learned so much at, uh, at RGA. Uh, mm-hmm. One of my mentors there, uh, this guy, Richard Ting, uh, he really like put a heavy grip on me and, and mm-hmm. just made me do so much stuff. And, was and there a rubric, uh, you mean, for like, hey, listen, you're going to post uh, once every hour. So that through the course of the day, you have 24 posts. Is that a too much? Is that too little? What, like, were you given, the, like, all these other inside numbers? Or did you guys just say, you know, we're just going to dominate? I mean, I, I, I would say it was doing as much as I had the energy to do. Uh, when I was working in RGA, they allowed me to continue doing freshness. So I was mm. only able to do it at night. Uh, when I quit my job, I basically spent every single minute of my life um on sneaker news and freshness mm. to the point where you wouldn't even eat probably mm. <laughs> the reason why i say that for is because when you start a, pas- a a project and you know you're passionate about it and what you did with it you know sometimes you know the, the people don't understand the devotion and time you have to put into it to make that actually happen you know one thing i like that you said too you ming is that uh you know you stayed at would you say that rga mm-hmm. you know um it's important for people to know that you know, their day job, sometimes people want to bail on their day job for their dream job. But sometimes a day job helps turn, you know, the the money you make at your day job helps turn your, you know, your, your dream job into a reality. Yeah. You know? Also, I think, um, um, and I was responding to someone who posted about, uh, I think it was uh, Rich, uh, the CEO of a complex. He posted an article about, you know, take any job that you can while you're young. You know, mm-hmm. it's just, just go out there uh, as Dallas said you, when you're working you're not broke yeah. uh, that's a that's a great point it, it's really like you should never be broke you know yeah. you, you actually should never be struggling on that level where you should actually no you shouldn't ever not have a job mm-hmm. you know you, you can have a job you just you just don't want to do it mm. like if you had to go work in a sweatshop to survive you're gonna do it mm-hmm. you know if i had to uh in one year i i was a dishwasher 14 years old my dad reminded me of this uh this past weekend when i took him out for lunch he was uh, uh telling my girlfriend he's like he took his uh first job uh, no, he took he took a job as a dishwasher at fourteen, and I was like, oh wow, I, I realized I was that young when I uh, took the summer off. I uh, not took the summer off uh, during my summer off uh, from high school. I went to work in a, a massive Chinese restaurant in Connecticut uh, on my own, mm. <laughs> doing dishes. And they what? start you young. They start well, you. What young. did they do? They picked you up in a van, drove you up there, drove you back. Basically, yeah. Uh, I, got, I did some actually. Like you know what? I I didn't. Not I didn't even. I didn't even come home. You know, I just stayed there. Oh, damn. I just stayed there the entire summer. I just, like, they had a dormitory there, and I just stayed there mm. with these grown-ass men. Damn. <laughs> you know, were, like, 30, 40, and That's I was 14. Crazy. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, but... What did that teach you? You just work. You mm. know, you just roll up your sleeves and work. And, and mm. to this date, you know, like, you know, someone asked me, and I was like, it's not that glamorous. You know, I, 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 
I clean up my office and I do stuff. You know, it's I'm lucky enough to have uh, have some people where I can you know send them off to do some stuff for me. But you know, I would say like I'm never, and I, I would always tell people don't be ever be afraid to roll up your sleeve and and do that do that job. If it means you're going to be up uh, late um, uh, uh, building something or like cleaning up something, get that job done. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, one of the things you guys didn't call out, uh, Stadium Goods. Uh, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Now, what is your title uh, then? Are you one, oh of the, one of the founders? Uh, I am one of, I'm not, not one of the founders. There are two founders. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I am one of the partners. partners and my official okay. title is uh, the, the uh, uh, CMO. Okay. But, you know, when, when we first launched that, uh, when we, the, the the week that we launched, I, I think we were basically there every night until two three in the morning. And the day we launched, we spent about about thirty six hours at the store, finishing the website, putting shoes on the wall, uh, mm-hmm. whatever it was. You know, it wasn't a matter of like you're you're the CMO, right? Just right. sit there and type, right. s- send out some tweets. Oh uh, no 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 no! I mean, I, I've I was, been <laughs> I've traveled with you guys all around the country setting up SneakerCon. And everybody right, is working. Everybody is building um, and setting up for this this convention. And and I, I mean, I am sad I don't travel with you guys anymore. But that's you know another thing. But the production that you guys were put together was legendary. And we get together, assemble this place, you know, a raw space. Then the next thing you know, you got thousands of people. Crazy, sure. Listen, SneakerCon is a circus. It's a frenzy. We'll get to SneakerCon. What I do want to say is with Stadium Goods, um, it's funny because it's like when Stadium Goods just popped up, it was like another flight club, mm-hmm. and people. I'm mad. It's not Stadium status. Yeah, um, trophies for anybody. You know. You know. That's mere. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um, thinking about it, you know, people like you know, I'm sure Flight Club had to be like, what the hell's going on here? But then thinking like you had a competition with Flight Club, yeah. And for a while, you know, like I I went there and and I really thought like you know this is nice, the place is nice, but I think it could be hard, you know. Um, and then like when I seen you later on uh, and we spoke and and you had told me that um you know they found they found their you know their groove and and you know shipping or hundreds of orders out a day, you know. Um, were you worried like having Flight Club and being such a similar thing to Flight Club? Um, not at all. Uh, same answer to the question about, um, competition, you know, never be worried about competition and just do, you know, I I think, uh, really go out there and and push harder than anyone else and do something different. Mm. Yeah. Do do the work and really do the work. And are you for the culture? Huge, huge pond, huge pond. Uh, there is, there is a huge pond, you know, I'm not, I'm not to cut you off, but I do want to say something. Are you for the culture? Or for the commerce, both. Mm. Listen, Yuming is here for fucking. He's he's part of the mm. triads. He's not fucking playing around. But you know what? You know, I, you know, I love the culture, but you know what? It, it, it's it, it's incredible that um, we we're able to employ people. It's incredible that without commerce, we wouldn't be able to do that. Mm-hmm. Without commerce, I would still run sneak and ease by myself. But let me ask you: When right. were you able to hire employees? Um. I think about a year in. Uh, no, I, probably actually about six months in. Into and sneaker I, news. Yeah, and I still couldn't really afford it. Um, and it was a very cheap hire at that point. Um, but one, this one guy just wouldn't leave me alone. 
mm. and just really wanted this job. Persistent. I, yeah, he, he was uh, he was amazing. He, I, I think he was uh, him and I um, took, did a lot of that early groundwork to uh, to build it to what it is today. Um, Aaron Kr. Yes. Um, you know, he was my first employee, basically. Really. He's yeah. over with Packer Shoes now, right? Yep, and I'm very happy for him over there. Um, you know, we came to a point where we just realized that you know he couldn't he couldn't no longer grow at Sneaker News, mm-hmm. and I knew he had such a great opportunity at, at Packer. So I just said, Aaron, I, I think it's about time that we uh, you know we kind of separate wa- separate s- yeah part of ways. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, and uh, I knew that he would find his uh, his foot footing at, at Packer, uh, which is incredible and he's done some of the most incredible projects uh w- with packer yeah sure yeah. you know and uh you know it's it's good to see people come up under you and then watch them grow mm-hmm. you know you said something before you said that uh people actually you, you said success is not really what people you know portray it to be you know every time i see you, you're on the run you're moving you travel a lot for a lot of brands bring you all over the world plus you do a lot of other things don't you travel on some stuff with like cell phones or something like you know uh like you, you, know, you, 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 okay. From the outside, your life looks amazing, but I know you never have a minute. You're running around. You just said success is not where, what it is. Break that down. Um, I, I no longer tr- do that much uh, media travel. I mean, that's the, the you know the self traveling with cell phone stuff. That's that stuff is a lot of fun. It's really glamorous. But when you're doing that stuff, you're you're not really earning. Sure. Uh, we we kind of have this, uh, you know. Um, thing in the back of our minds where you know without digital platform we we're never not working uh we're you know our websites are working for us when but at the same time if you're not uh inputting content it's it's no longer working so when you're doing that you're, you're losing the opportunity to kind of have these kinds of meetings be able to talk be able to you know uh, actually do work yeah uh while on those trips you, you do meet some amazing people but uh, you're losing so much of your life. You know, you know, you know, you know. Mm. <laughs> again, man. You know, he, so, no, no, hold on, 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 hold on. He what? just said his for him life no, is just, work. Just hold on, hold up, hold up. Life is work. Let me let me tell you this. Let me tell you. I'm gonna tell you why I'm gonna say this. This is important. And if he didn't bring this up, I would have probably never thought of this. You know, um, I've had conversations with people about brands and how I feel like they need to change some things around. Right. What I mean by that is like brands will bring out me, you, a Dallas. They'll pay for a car service to come get us. There'll be a car, a, a, a company, a car waiting for us at the airport. We'll stay at a fine hotel. We'll, be, we'll have a flight there. They'll bring us for breakfast or whatever. We'll hang out like in the Los Angeles Clipper gym and we'll play basketball and we'll watch a movie and we'll whatever. But you're right. That takes you out. Dallas works. I got a kid. I'm working. He's got to take off of work. You understand? Now, mm-hmm. what you do do get is you get content. You get content mm-hmm. to deliver to your audience. But at the same time, you lose money because you lose your time. So the point I'm trying to make is I always used to speak to certain people. Um, never spoke about this on air. but And I would love to have your opinion. I used to speak like, why don't brands like say, like, here, we'll cut your check for 3000 Forget about the fucking flight. Forget about the fucking hotel. Give me the product and let me create the content for you. Now, I feel like brands have learned how to... And I love a lot of brands have took care of me over the years, but I, I do really believe in this. A lot of brands have found a way to get people to work for free. Um, and they mastered that art because we 
we fell into the, I love the free shoes, I love the trips, I love this. Mm-hmm. When I think we could really say, hey, let us do what we do by paying us for what we do. I mean, what do you think about that, honestly? Uh, I uh, 100% agree with that. Uh, I mean, for the most part, you, you we can't say that for every single thing you know like if <laughs> otherwise everyone would be cutting checks left and right sure and there wouldn't really be this really organic and robust uh, world of what we uh, where we are today um but you know I, I do get jealous of you know seeing some of my friends go on some of these trips but at the same time you know i i wish i was there but i don't also wish i was there you mm. know um so but yeah, yeah absolutely i mean i think some brands do need that but a lot of brands don't you know, yeah. like they, they really have that prestige and we know the brands, uh, guys like Nike and stuff. They, they, while they still do, you know, bring you out and they do all this amazing, uh, amazing kind of seating, uh, cool packages and, sure. and whatnot. Um, there are other brands out there. And, and again, you know, the, the same goes, uh, for this really, really big pond, you know, we're, we're working in about a $80 billion industry and mm. you know getting a small little, small check is is, uh, is great also and, and that's something that uh you know we've uh we've been lucky on the sneaking news side enough to uh, have some brands believe in us and they are actually starting to cut us checks on that level sure. to really yeah. consult uh help them kind of figure things out where and push the product push, mm-hmm. push their product because that's what you yeah. guys do professionally uh, but we can't do that for every you know we, yeah. we can't do that for every single brand you know like we can't um i i don't think there some brands needed you know like you, you don't need yeezys to be you don't need kanye to cut you a check mm-hmm. you know that mm-hmm. work's already been done right. um you don't need uh jordan to cut you a check sometimes mm-hmm. they might on some of the product but um, but we don't really need, you know. No, but what I'm yeah, saying is, yeah. there's a running program that they're doing yeah. with Nike, and this is new. What you know, and they're trying to launch this new program. You know, you gather people up. I understand people. You know, I'm just saying I've been there, and you have been there too. So I feel like there could be some change that could be done with some of the brands. You know, um, with sneaker news, what was some of your top post that ever of all time? that's that's a really tough one I, i'd say at this point um a lot of the i mean a, anytime we get kind of this official yeezy uh uh information that's that's quickly becomes a top post um there's some weird ones uh you know we we rank really well on google uh and we've been lucky on that stuff where we'll have content that really is sometimes our bread and butter mm-hmm. because these the, this one article will just be on Google for years and years and years, uh, ranked number one, and there's always people looking for that article. Uh, one of them is uh, the I don't and I don't do not, do not know why the uh, the the Air Jordan Twenty Three. Really, to this day, mm. you know, we get thousands of visits a month, uh, and, and, and that's actually on a sm- sm- smaller scale, but. That's probably one of the most... Uh, and that's on the original release of the 23. Right, yeah. Yeah. You know, we have, uh, we've, we've mastered the, the game of SEO. And, oh, you, you, you said that. Did you, did you guys really, you know, really break it down to SEO for the, for the headline? For the... No, not, not on the headline level, but really like the, the long tail. Okay. Um, I, I think things like 
Air Jordan 23. If you're looking for it, we're number one. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll continue to, to, to be there uh, a lot because of the early work that we put in, but also, you know, the dedication uh, to, to the content. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Google, luckily enough, us, uh, we've always been straight about creating the best content possible. So and I'm, I'm ex- extremely lucky to, we're extremely lucky to have Google recognize us for that uh, and place us as number one. Do you think that where would you say sneaker culture is in its in its life? Has it hit its half life? Does it can it grow even bigger? I think so. I mean, I I think um, I think and I quote you from time to time on um, all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, we we are in the uh, you know one of my favorite quotes. I better stop by your office. There might be a check for me. (laughs) (laughs) Probably, yeah. (laughs) Go ahead, tell us what is it. uh, One of my favorite quotes from you is, uh, you know, we are in the golden age of uh, sneakers, and you actually said that in in. Sneak News Volume Two, maybe, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and, and I use that to this day only because um, we absolutely are. And I, one one of the most incredible facts about what you said is um, when you grew up, the 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 amount of options and variety in sneakers was so limited. Where today you walk into Foot Locker, and as of today, you can walk into Foot Locker and get retro Jordans. Adidas Ultra Boost, almost all of what, you know, some of the hottest sneakers out there with the exception of maybe Yeezys and some of their super hyped up stuff. Right, right. Um, you walk into Foot Locker today and you actually have basically every sneaker that you can imagine available to you. The gamut, the entire gamut from Not back just then. Nike, yes. Jordan, Adidas, uh, Saucony, uh, Asics, and New Balance, and and Puma, and all of these guys have such an incredible offering at this point. And I I think it's it's by far the best time I've ever had. I actually uh, Nike had a flash sale, and they were selling the um, the Motorsports Four mm. for one hundred and thirteen dollars. Uh, I think last week. Oh, n- n- oh, the white one or the black one? The white one. And the I was one. telling one of my one of my one of the guys in my office who was uh, pretty young to this stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I said, Bobby, for the first time since probably two thousand two, a pair of retro fours under hundred and twenty dollars, and that was incredible. Did, um, did you get him? <clears throat> I don't have the room for it. I wish I did. You know, if, if I if I was the 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 if I was uh, you know early in my life, and, and there was one one time in my life where I, I bought someone's collection, and I ended up with uh, about thirty pairs of the the Moss Blackman fours, mm. uh, one hundred and twenty five dollars a pair. Mm. That was wow. probably the cheapest I've ever gotten a pair of fours ever in my life. Mm. You know, I, over the years I've watched <coughs> you build your collection. Besides, do a lot of other things. I watch you build your collection. You, uh, for a long time, were a fiend, um, buying up so many different things for yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you're a fan of sneakers, not only creating stuff in it, but a fan of sneakers. How many um, are you at now? I know you start to get, you know, move some, but how are you? At, how, how much are you at now? I'd say I still am. Um not this heavy fiend, but I'm still out there buying a lot. Um, um, still copping know. heavy. I'm. St- I still am. I. I um, some people make fun of me. I. I uh, 
my girlfriend whose name uh, I'm not going to say, but she makes she actually uh, really gives me a really hard time about some of my habits. Um, minimum for me, I buy three pairs of Yeezys mm. per colorway. Mm. Um, and not to mention the ones that they send. I'm sure they send you some. You know what? Yeezys, they don't really send any. No? Uh, I've talked to, uh, I was, uh, I had Wex? a, I talked to Wex, uh, I think about a month and a half ago in, in LA. I visited him and I said, uh, you know, jokingly, he was like, Wex, you got, you got a cage full of Yeezys. What's up? Yeah. And he said, no, actually I, ca- I cannot. I actually have to get Kanye's direct approval to give you a pair. Really? Uh, so actually, it's it's actually one of the funnier things. You know, um, um, what do you think about Adidas' resurgence? You know, you being uh, so deep into the culture. You know what? It's 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 really funny. I would say that I grew up, I never liked Adidas. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was never into the forums. I was never into the superstars. Mm. I was never into uh, Stan Smith. I was a I was a heavy Nike Nike guy, growing up. Um, it's a brand that I, I kind of just. With with the with the Jordans, uh, that lets you know he's a young man. Internet, yes. Uh, <laughs> if he if he if he grew up understanding Puma, but you just call him Puma, just say Puma, but Puma and Adidas, then you then I could say, oh, I know how old you are. You yeah. old in? I, I definitely didn't grow up in the in the uh, you know in the early eighties where you know uh, Puma and uh, and Adidas uh, mm. were some of the top you right, know, players. Right. Um, no fat laces. Yes, exactly. Um, I didn't. I didn't grow to like them until I, you know, until being introduced to all of this uh, incredible stuff. <laughs> so, but go ahead. Where were you with Adidas? You said you, you grew up. You didn't like you know, them. So, I, what do you think I, about their resurgence? T- I would say today, I, I honestly only wear Adidas. Mm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I don't actually. So. Uh, I, I'm I'm given a hard time uh, buying all this uh, Yeezys and and uh, and, um, and I still buy some Jordans, but primarily I would say I, I'm in I'm in um, either Ultraboost or NMD just because you know I'm on the I'm on the on the go most of the time so um, I just really need to be uh, in something that's extremely comfortable uh, comfortable and, and gripping to my feet. Yeah. I think like the um, the Hirachi is probably the, the next best thing mm-hmm. in, in terms of uh, comfort yeah. because of the of the uh, what do you call it the wrap sure. on your shoe, your, your foot. Yep. Yeah, um, but I I, th- I think the Ultra Boost is by far my favorite shoe. Even even the Uncaged is amazing how the collar fits your ankle oh, so perfectly. The Uncaged is by far my favorite. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I'm, I'm only wearing these guys. Just it, it was just there. He's wearing the uh, tri- <laughs> was that triple black uh, Ultra Boost. Uh yes, the version one of the three point Yeah. So the thing I really like about the uh, Ultra Boost is I feel like they created something that didn't find so many similarities from something else. You know, keep in mind, you know, we live in a day and age where it's like, whenever we see something, especially people like us who know sneakers so long, we look at something and we see like, oh, that looks like the Jordan Nine, or oh, that looks like uh, Nike, you know, flying it. Everything resembles something. I feel like they did a great job with the Ultra Boost. You want to say something? And I'm not afraid to say this. Uh, when the Ultra Boost first came out, mm-hmm. I hated them. Really? I hated them. I tried to. I, I got a pair as a as a uh, as a gift from Adidas, and I tried to give them away, <laughs> and no one really wanted them. Um, it wasn't. I, I mean, I, I'm. I'm the so where did it turn? I'm the ultimate hype beast. You are. Mm-hmm. You are. So I, I've called you a hype beast over the years. Don't, don't, you know, I'm, I'm not afraid to uh, to to make the claim that you know I, I buy his Supreme Heavy. 
I uh, I buy sneakers heavy, and I buy really extremely hyped stuff. Like I said, I buy three pairs of Yeezys Salvage just denim. because. Yeah. Um, it's it, it just the way I am. You know, I'm, I'm not. A, so where do you think that turned? Like, um, meaning like that you, you, you're you know saying what? that somebody didn't want you want to take them, and now look at this. Look at this. I, what, I, what made you wear the Ultra Boost? Was it Yeezy? Was um, it the Yeezy product? I think I think Yeezy him. You know, co-signing the shoe, and I don't own a pair of the triple whites. Um, I'm I'm not into uh, all white sneakers, mm. um, but that was the shoe that really like helped push uh, the Ultra Boost to where it, it, it is today. Um, I think I, I got another gift from Adidas, and I just put them on in my feet. And I said, "This is incredible! This is incredible! <laughs> I couldn't, I couldn't believe it." Well, I, I, I give them credit all the time. I'm like, "Yo, it's like walking on pillows, like marshmallows." They are so. Um, but yeah, th- today I, I just really I live in um, in pretty much uh, Ultra Boost NMDs, and and um, there's this new shoe, the Nike Runner, which is not as comfortable. It's a little bit more of a style thing, but um, and I, I do wear two pairs of Yeezys from time to time. Yeah, well, you're a hype piece. We know yeah, you do. Yeah, I almost got these out of Century Twenty One. They had these blue suede woven like Nike Footscape. I I, I want to say it was. It was footscape. It was something woven, blue suede. And I was like, yo, I got to get these just so I can go to SneakerCon so you men can take pictures of my sneakers. He loves footscapes. I do. I, I still do. I still wear some of my footscapes. But uh, with, with, with the amount of variety that's uh, that's available uh, sure. today, uh, with even New Balance and, and, um, and even New Balance, I, I really couldn't get myself into for, for a very long time. Um it was just not. I was just not a uh, non-Nike guy for yeah, a very, very yeah, long time. Yeah. Like I said, the ultimate hype piece. You know, yeah. the only. <laughs> you, you know, uh, we're going to take a break in a moment. But uh, what do you think about the big bowler brand? What do you think about like what they're doing, what they're trying to do? You know, what's your I, opinion? I followed it a little bit here and there, mm-hmm. um, and um, you know, I am the I guess the founder of Sneaker News, but I'm not that close to a lot of the stuff that's that's happening on the daily basis i think we post like about 40 articles a day so i don't really keep up that much mm. wait hold on one second mm. off a of big bowler brand for a second you said you post 40 articles a day i remember a time where you only posted about four or five articles a day i remember when complex started complex sneakers they did you feel like they set the bar to because they started posting like 20 30 a day i don't know if you remember that at that time i think it it, it comes now yeah um Complex definitely like uh, put put a dent in uh, in in terms of you know th- this competition, like they're real competition, mm, you know. But yeah. again, they're they're so big that like you just don't even want to pay attention. Yeah. Um, you know, I, I love those guys there too, and I sure, love absolutely. Russ and I, you know, and the Soul Collector guys as well. Uh, but yeah, I I don't think we really paid attention to it. it it's really maybe yeah the competition the the competition doing so much more. You just want to do more as well. Yeah, no, no that's yeah. what I'm saying. I'm not saying you didn't pay attention, but mm. when when you have a, a, a um a site you know posting forty times a day and you're doing six, you got to change something. You know, it's like, like another thing I want to go into real quick. You, it's like somebody like Ronnie Fag. Um, I remember when he, mind you, me and you know each other a long time. I remember when he was just coming out with his designs a lot of the internet were just saying like oh he's just changing the colors they mm-hmm. didn't believe in him they had a lot of hate for him mm-hmm. and i remember seeing i came out to the office one time i don't forgot for what and you were telling me that you 
um, you you had to post like you know like we were talking about how like you had to post his stuff because it was that it became a point where it's that warranted to post. Do you remember that uh, what I'm talking about? Yeah, um, I, I you mean, couldn't ignore it. You couldn't ignore what you know the, exactly. Yeah. You know, same thing with Big Baller Brand. You know, yeah. we've posted it on it a lot. You know, it's one. It's a big traffic driver. You know, mm. when we did post, you know, when we we are talking about um, what's his name. Ronnie Fag. No, um, uh, Laval Ball or Lonzo. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the dad was. Yeah, Laval. Right? Yeah. Um, when we post a story about the family or about him, it, it's 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 a crazy traffic driver. Mm. You know, mm. as much as you like to hate him, um, he's another one of those guys that you just you just have to have to. Uh, yeah. You know. Well, well you got to yeah. respect. You got to carry yeah. his content. Exactly. Yeah. You yeah. got to carry his content. I, so I respect that. him, though. I respect but what he's why? trying to do. Why, why but, but but you you yeah. chose the name Sneaker News, so you really threw the gauntlet down for the kind of production. Yep. That's going. That's going to happen here. Exactly. Um, you know, we're sneaker news. Uh, you know, we used to at at, at some point uh, posted you know sneaker related t shirts and and stuff. But one day I just said no more. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. sneakers and nothing else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If it's not good sneaker news, you know, why are we posting it? Yeah. My, my guys come at this point. Uh, uh, John Kim, who's who's uh, my um, my uh, shout to John. Uh, I, I guess we, he would be the uh, editor on the boss. manager. Yeah, yeah, he's on the, the boss. The, you mm-hmm. know, uh, he basically runs the show in terms of content. Uh, sometimes I, I throw him an article. I was like, John, you, do you think you can write post this up? He's like, No, it's not sneaker news. Mm-hmm. It, it doesn't really like. It's kind of old, and uh, we're we've posted about it again. And we're not going to post it about it again. I said, Cool. That's, I tell that's you, on I can you. only mm-hmm. imagine how many people hit you up just for sneaker news. I'm explaining to you why. You know, again, me and you have been friends for a long time. There's a lot of things that, um, you know, uh, I would say, like, you posted for me or I gave you that were, like, very good for, you know, back in the day when we had all day stuff, remember, early. or There was so many things that we did. Even, like, I remember you being, uh, when I was in retail, when Drake, before he even popped, mm-hmm. Yu Ming was there with me, you know, shooting pictures yep. up. We He did this thing called Celebrity Feet. Yep. Um, and uh, we did a bunch of people. But, um, you know, uh, the point I want to make is uh, you... Uh, with LeVar Ball, you said you respect him. As I was asking why. You know, I, I respect what he's trying to do. Obviously, his uh, his brand's going to be a little bit crazy, and the way he's thinking is a little bit crazy. He's, uh, you know, he's like kind of the Donald Trump of, uh, of basketball. Mm. You know, like you have to respect him on some level. You know, like everyone loves to hate uh, Donald, but you got to respect the man. He, he got to become the president of the United States. You can't, he's not that big of a dummy. Mm-hmm. You know yeah. he does have some good thoughts, and he, you know, and we'll see where he where he takes it. Uh, I obviously didn't vote for him, but I, I still like to see where he takes, mm. you know, where he takes the the U.S. and But I also like to see where where the Ball family takes, where you know what their whole, mm. whole idea is. Let me ask you, <laughs> knowing what you know about the sneaker industry now, the price point for for the the, the big baller shoe. I mean, for this guy to get a factory to produce his product i mean isn't you know i don't see that as a problem i don't see the cost as a uh, as an issue you know we look at uh john bashemi you know what he did with uh with uh Bashemi. with bashemi basically the brand um you know i've known john uh actually since 2003 when he was working at dc shoes and he uh you know he hit me up and sent me some 
of some of his early creations. But anyway, I I, I saw what he was doing with uh, with his brand. Obviously, a little bit more cultured and and, yeah. and, and, and refined mm-hmm. because. John actually put it in yeah. his work he's and high end. I'll tell you one thing: he's making bags now that I mm-hmm. see, and right. he's made. A, I mean, his shit is high fucking level. You know. So, but John put in all that you know early work at DC and also Gourmet, and I forget if there was another brand that he worked. He put his uh, hand on, but oh, Gourmet. Mm-hmm. You know, all of those things led to. Uh, Bashemi, mm. what it is today, really all those, you know, I, and I'm lucky to uh, have kind of experienced so much in my life that now I'm a little bit, you know, I <laughs> can kind of say I'm a little bit more refined. True. Mm-hmm. Uh, sure. And I, I kind of know what we're, you know, what what is good to me and what's not good to me. And, and I, I think that's, uh, I think, uh, the Ball family, I, I think they have some thought. He's He's old enough to have you know, and have enough experience. And he, he he seems to know what he's after. I don't think he'll get it, but mm-hmm. hey, if his know. kids ball out, you never know what happens. What okay. do you think of somebody? You mentioned Buscemi. What do you think about somebody like John Geiger starting his own footwear? You know, uh, and what do you think about him with that? Good for him. Uh, I think he's also made some made some made some noise in the uh, industry with uh, with the you know his collaboration customs. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think he's put some amazing ideas on. Um, I'm not a big customs guy, but. Mm-hmm. I think he's put some amazing ideas on uh, onto shoes, and I, I think uh, you know. Hopefully, I, I wish him the best, obviously. Uh, and you know, when he uh, when he's ready, I'm you know I'm sure we'll we'll be able to cover his stuff. Sure. Um, sure. I think he got, he got his own shoes now. He's you know he released his zero zero one. I'm proud of him. I know him for a long time, and it's yeah. good to see somebody turn their dreams into reality. What mm-hmm. do you think now? Just to, you know, we're gonna go on a break after this, but Ronnie, <laughs> I know I said that before, right? Ronnie Fegg, um what do you think about seeing his climb? Because me and you both seen him from the beginning yeah. of David Z. Um, you know, what do you think about it, man? Um, uh, he's he's one of the most incredible success stories we know in, in sneakers. I mean, in, in terms of this culture that we're in, um, you know, a lot of people seem to, um, you know, not a lot of people. Some people have this love-hate relationship with him. Um, you know, I, I think, but without his thought process and his mindset and the way he kind of goes about things he wouldn't be where he is today sure <clears throat> you can't really and and I, I i think of myself sometimes i try to be as nice as possible but you know what there's just some things i can't do for for some people like you know if you came to me and say hey you ming i have this great custom i think it's great for sneaker news i'll be like pete i sorry well, now, man, today I yeah, yeah today you will years ago <laughs> see that's what i want to say too years ago um, you know, we he definitely you know put up a lot of stuff for me. Like I said, you know, and then we had a lot of stuff that helped them. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, we formed a great relationship, me and Yuming. But I will say this: people used to, because they knew how cool I was with Yuming would hit me. So I can only imagine how much they hit him. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. people, I I mean. It's crazy, man. Think about it. When you have something, how do you? And you, you know what? You're you're a nice guy. You're not somebody like me. I may say like, leave me the fuck alone. I'm not posting something for you. You would never say that to somebody. You'd be like, oh, it's not gonna work. Uh, I try well, not. Well, well, but hold on for a second. Hold on. Before you answer that question, yeah. Let's let's let, let's let go to break real quick because we we're, we're about to really wrap into Yuming's thought process and how he transformed social media from blogs. Well, well, to you know what? Let me give a couple. Let me give a couple of things. First of all, total. In social media, which is crazy, you got about what ten million followers altogether 
through Sneaker News, through Jordan's Daily, through Sneaker Con, through Freshness Mag. So when I feel, and we'll get into it, people stop really reading websites like that, you guys, at the same time, while continue to push content out, form you know, this crazy amount of uh, 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 social following to lead you, if anything, I feel like happens with web, you know what I'm saying? Like, How, how did that even come about? Did you think about that beforehand? Um, you know what? Uh, I, I think I, I probably I was late to the game in terms of social media. Um, uh, we didn't actually even, I actually for the longest time, and the reason we didn't do it is because uh, I just refused to get an iPhone. Mm. Um, Samsung, you Galaxy uh, fuck. Um, no. Um, Motorola, flip phone. What was it? The Burner. Blackberries. <laughs> you know, for, and, and I think a lot of people still still use Blackberries. Um, but, you know, at, at some point it transitioned and, and we quickly realized that, you know what, we're, we're, we're shooting ourselves in the foot if we don't join this uh join this stuff and, and kind of get into um twitter and facebook it those didn't require an iphone but instagram did yeah and so i actually just had to get an iphone so i can um i, I we can do instagram um so and we were pretty late um nothing on matt Halfhill, but you know he had three or four hundred thousand followers when we started the stink news instagram account yeah, uh, and we're just like, how are we going to catch up to this guy? Yeah, and now you have six point three million. You right. know, <laughs> it's 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 crazy when you think about that. Yo, you know what, Dallas? We we do need to take a break because when we come back, we need to uh, wind down the episode and really go through some of these other things that Yuming has done. Listen, uh, definitely a pioneer, somebody that I feel is behind the scenes that has done so much stuff. Um, and he, I'm he's made your taste. Yeah, yeah. Does that need pause? A little bit, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. But listen, internet. Right. What if I if I said he came in your mouth? No, yeah, that's fucking crazy. Okay, so then don't not. say that. Um, internet. Listen, we're sitting here with you, Ming. Um, my man Dallas Penn's in the building. Internet. Get yourself, get yourself. Uh, you know, you know what? Pull up sneakernews.com. Check it out. See what the fuck you know he has done over the years. Even put in you, Ming. He is not Jeremy Lin. He is you, Ming. Okay, don't don't confuse him for Jeremy Lin. Internet. We'll be right back. You listen to the Premium Pete Show. Cheer. What up, what up, y'all? This your main man, M. Greasy, a.k.a. Memphis Bleak, a.k.a. Greasy, a.k.a. Blizzle, and a.k.a. Fuck Your Wife, right here on the Premium Pete Show. And I don't mean fuck her as like I don't like her. I mean fuck her as I take her from you. You heard me? Yeah. Internets, we already told you that this episode was brought to you by the good folks at Bevel. Let me tell you something. Getbevel.com forward slash Pete. Go ahead. Tell a friend to tell a friend. Get yourself a discount, okay? See what they have to offer over there. Let me tell you something. They're grooming products. If you want to stay so fresh and so clean, get bevel.com, forward slash Pete. Check out, like I said, they have discounts there available for you to purchase, whether it be their buzzer, their razor. I'm telling you right now, you want to stay smooth, you want to stay clean. When it comes to grooming, there's nothing better than bevel, okay? You already see them. Let me tell you something. Every time I go to Target, they're they're sold out one item. Listen, get bevel.com, forward slash Pete. Okay, check out what discounts they have. Get yourself a bevel today. Forget about it. Intense, I'm so happy that we collab with you and Athletics to offer a discount. Discount is 10% off and free shipping. Head on over to youandathletics.com. They have so many different collabs. Check out the kicks they have available. And at checkout, put in Pete10, and you will get 10% off and free shipping. Come on, what more can you ask for? Head on over to youandathletics.com. 
Cop yourself a pair of fresh kicks. Thank the Premium Pete Show. Now let's get back to the show. Cheer. Internet's and we're back sitting here with Yu Ming. Dallas Penn's in the building. Cheer. Listen, Yu Ming, um, we went over a bunch of stuff, but we didn't even get to a bunch of stuff. You know, SneakerCon, you know, um, the world's largest sneaker traveling show. When did uh, you decide to even... Sneaker call. <laughs> even do this? Uh, and I know you have partners, Alan and Barris. And, yep. But what I'm saying is, how did that even come about? Um, that's another uh, actually really good story, and it, it comes back, back around to domains. Uh, another domain that I picked up pretty much immediately after I bought sneaker, con, uh, sneaker News. I bought uh, SneakerCon. Really? Um, All yeah. those years ago? Uh, yeah, if we look back to it, I think it's 2005. Uh, 2004, 2005. I don't know which one it and was. And because of, obviously, probably the inspiration of Comic-Con, right? And, and, yes. And footwear news, yeah. Comic-Con. You know, if there's a footwear news, there must be a sneaker news. There wasn't. If there's a Comic-Con, there must be a sneaker con at some point. I knew there wasn't one because I was so, you know, ingrained in, in the industry. I saw, um, I saw, grew up with, uh, you know, in the, in the culture, grew up with sneaker pimps. You know, mm-hmm. and I, I like those guys Just a lot. A you know, yeah, I've, and you know, I've supported them from day one. Mm-hmm. The day mm-hmm. that they launched in the U.S., uh, we were uh, the first people to cover it. So, you know, I wasn't, you know, a hater, and I wasn't trying to, you know, ruffle his feathers or, or you know, try to take over his business. But it wasn't sneaker pimps. wasn't a sneaker con. True. It wasn't For a concert. It wasn't, Exhibition. It was no longer about sneakers. Yeah. Uh, you know, later on in, uh, I'm not hating on it. I'm just saying, like, it just slowly became not about sneakers. Mm-hmm. It was about music. Sure, art. music ties into it and art ties into it, but it's it's just all these shoes hanging. Really, um, to me, uh, you know, thinking about sneakers as an art form. You know, just seeing shoes hung on a on on a on a on a on this uh, fence um, doesn't really say you know speak to the beauty of, of what sneakers are. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, with that, I, I just you know um, kind of dreamt one day maybe maybe there would be a, a sneaker convention, not a sneaker con, but a sneaker convention. Uh, uh, you know, a gathering of of people who really love sneakers on that level. You know, looking at Comic-Con, people love comics on that level where they dress up as Superman and Batman and, and Wonder Woman and and, um, and Spider-Man and all these, you know, characters. They love comics on that level. You know, what if, you know, sneaker people can love sneakers on that level as well? I told, I told you, Ming, or maybe I told Barris, but I said Comic-Con, Sneaker-Con reaches that level when someone dresses like a Jordan 1. Mm. Like cosplay, like I, not I mean, wearing Jordan ones, but I, as I, a Jordan one. I, I think we have uh, we have our own cosplay. You know, mm-hmm. our cosplay is basically wearing the freshest shoes you can and sure. really dressing mm-hmm. like some of your favorite uh, heroes in, in the uh, on the planet, uh, which is a lot of the the kids dress like Kanye, mm-hmm. um, or, or Jordan, dress, or, 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 or Jordan, yep, or Travis Scott, or, or Travis, or like or any of these other guys. You know, like you know. Uh, Dressing like Jordan, the, you know the guy who uh, who wore his full outfit, you know, uh, mm-hmm. like that guy. Mm-hmm. Maybe what you know, we, we see it from time to time, but um, you know, we that's our cosplay, I guess. Yeah. Um, but again, that, that's 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 what you know my, my you know my dream was uh, when I bought the domain. Mm-hmm. You know, one day 
um, we can have a, a convention where people can gather and really just spread the love of sneakers, buying and selling and trading as as well. And that th- that is part of our culture. Right. The, do do the, you ever find yourself in these big spaces like the Javits Center or the convention center in L.A. saying to yourself, man, this thing is big. Do you ever get surprised by the scale? Absolutely. I mean, I think more recently our show has kind of grown quite a bit more since uh, the last time you've been. You know, any even going to a new city like Phoenix, mm-hmm. uh, you know, we were blown away that there's so many people who show up. Like, you know, we used to go to a... A new city, and we'll expect like maybe two thousand, three thousand people show up. You know, in Phoenix, we had five thousand people show up, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and that was incredible to me. Mm-hmm. Um, going to London for the very first time. Mm-hmm. You know, when we finally, uh, you know, I walked through the space and we opened the doors, and we had this line wrapped around the the corner. I mean, throughout the the venue, we we said, oh, "Man, this this is just like in New York City." And we're across the pond in a different co- country collecting pounds and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and this really happened. Yeah. Um, you know, we also, uh, as, of, as of yesterday, booked Hong Kong, mm. um, our first uh, Asian city. We were hoping to book the China, Chinese, China-based city first, but mm. uh, Hong Kong was, the, was the, a little bit easier to do What's so. What's the date on Hong Kong? August 26th. Oh, that's what coming about, up. What about New York City? I mean, you had to have 10,000 people or 20. What was some of the highest of that? Uh, the last the last time we did uh, New York City, we had um, just under 15,000 people. Wow. Yep. And we actually had uh, Chicago Sneaker Con two days, and we had 14,000 people. Wow. Mm. So that's also incredible that we've taken the same thing to Chicago and this amount of people uh, actually came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Hey, listen, it's, it, it's, it's, it's an amazing feat and it's another thing that you stepped into, which I'm sure, I mean, were you ever worried that maybe this couldn't be, you know, what you see now or you just always saw that it could be that? Um, throughout the years, and I, I hear, and I hear it a lot less now, um, you know, when will sneaker culture die? Um, we know the very well I at least think of I know the answer to that is that it will never die mm. uh, because all of uh, all of the people will continue to have kids and all the kids will continue to buy shoes and I mean uh, buy sneakers and they will need require sneakers as uh, teens um, so no I, I, I think um, you know I, I kind of sometimes I, I look at it as like when is this going to be done you know what what is the exit uh, what is the when will this end? Um, I are, you, are you guys? I thought you guys were going to sell to Live Nation and still uh, <laughs> operate it and just take that. Cool For how much? Forty billion? <laughs> Not forty billion, but they're going to split like a couple hundred million. Um, we've we've had that conversation with a lot of these big companies, inclu- uh, not Live Nation, but companies just as big or, and even bigger. Mm-hmm. Um, but it, it hasn't really made sense for us. I think we're still having a lot a lot of fun, uh, mm-hmm. you know. Until that number really just you, it's a number that you really can't say no to. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. You know, you mean uh, not to get into your uh, financial business, but I ask a lot of guests like this from sneakers, from your passion, from being able to do all these things. Have you? became a millionaire from this um lucky lucky uh i would say i don't have that kind of money but i've i've been lucky enough to um pay off my parents mortgage mm. um mm. i actually still own that very car that i uh i i um get rid of that piece of the subaru shit. the subaru no no i uh, have the uh, <laughs> i so the car that i ended up buying uh in 2004 
2005 was the very first Acura TSX. Okay. And I still have that okay. car to this day. Uh, you know, you guys make fun of me. I'm not that fancy guy. <laughs> nah, it's all good. It's all good. But you've been I, able I to... I actually love that car very much. Um, yeah. Um, uh, we do have... Um, you, you'd, not, you'd not consider the MDX? I am I'm, I am trying to uh, buy an SUV for the purpose of moving sneakers. Uh, <laughs> you, out did of my you house. answer me before of how I many pairs not. do you have? I did not. Um, so um, I think I'm back up to the uh, probably thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen hundred range. Mm. Um, <laughs> uh, when Stadium Goods first opened, I uh, I dropped off about four, uh, about four hundred and fifty pairs of my shoes, uh, <laughs> and that's when I dropped down to about nine hundred. That's, that was how, a year. that's how you invest in yourself. That was about a year and a half ago. Uh, so, uh, but it, since then, I've basically purchased more shoes than I uh, I let go of. <laughs> so, which is a which is an issue. You but, know, I want to take a a, a a back step into some of the blogs we were talking about. You know, you say it's not competition, but you know, some of these people you became friends with. You know, you look all at, of them. They, yeah. They, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you think? most of them? Yeah, most, <laughs> most of them. But I'm saying. Um, you know, what do you think about like you know nice kicks, like you know what I mean, and and just seeing what they've been able to do. I mean, are you? Because I know you're you're not a you're not a hater. You know what I mean. You're a person that is proud of what you have done, and then also proud of what everybody else has done. Um. So the question is, what? what no. What, what, what do you what, think about what nice kicks and the, what they have been able to do? I I think it's incredible. I mean, like what Matt has done. Uh, you know, with his. Um, retail too. with his retail uh, doing that NMD collab doing some of the um, Adidas collabs some of the um, uh, New Balance and uh, early uh, early Ronnie A6 Fi. with, yep. with mm-hmm. Fi. why um, haven't you done well, this uh, right that's the next question I mean you will know you what? ever do it now you know uh, Ronnie you actually came to me and I, I actually said no um, but why you know I just didn't feel right about it but when you feel right I don't know I, I at that time I just didn't want to do it and, um, you know, probably a mistake at this point because, you know, we could have been, you know, some of the early, um, you know, Ronnie collabs and, you know, be able to sell that shoot for a thousand bucks today um, would be incredible. But it, it just, uh, you know, sometimes um, if it's going to be right, I, I want to make sure it, it's something that's incredible. But obviously it's not going to happen. But um, no, I mean, we get offered from, you know, some of the smaller brands and it's just it's British Knights. British Knights. What's your what we do. Don't do it. Don't now, do it. Now I know you told me <laughs> unless you have worked a lot of freelance stuff for Nike. No, didn't you help them like with Nike basketball? Or? Uh, so at RGA, I was uh, the, uh, I was part of the team that really built rebuilt Nike basketball from scratch, um, and also helped a lot with. Uh, we actually, I personally built their first blog, uh, inside NikeBasketball.com. Um, but yeah, I, 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 um, in terms of freelance, uh, I've done th- things here and there. I've worked on Nike ID. I've worked on uh, Nike Women, Nike Running. Uh, a and they hired you as a freelancer, right? Uh, no, uh, as part of the agency. Oh, the agency. Um, okay. um, they actually did try to hire me uh, in 2007 as I was leaving RGA. They offered me um, the job of uh, uh, the uh, digital director for Nike Sportswear mm. before it started. Um, but. I saw a much bigger opportunity with Sneaker News, so I decided to go Sneaker News. Hey, listen, you made the right fucking choice because you're able to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? And yeah, and also, you know, in, in your in your question about, you know, have I made some money? Absolutely. 
you know, I've, I think I've made several hundred times more money, um, not ag- anything against Nike, but going there, you would be an employee that would make an sure. employee salary. Um, here, I was able to, you know, contr- really control my own destiny and, and create a... Was that the lesson you got by going to the sweatshop? Um, that you had to control your destiny? N- yes, yes, uh, more or less. Um, it was more that you want you have this drive to make more you know you you don't um one one of the things that did happen in uh and you know we we don't talk about in in 2008 the market crashed Mm -hmm. and uh there was a you know not a lot of money going around and um i think for about five months i couldn't really pay myself and for two months i couldn't pay uh and i think i had to go into my personal reserve to uh, actually pay aaron at that time mm-hmm. uh, for two months i didn't have any money in my uh, in my business bank account mm-hmm. uh, i made some mistakes obviously in terms of early rookie business owner mistakes mm-hmm. not thinking a little bit more ahead i was mm-hmm. thinking just several months ahead i didn't think a year ahead that really taught me to really make as much money as possible to really have that cash reserve. Mm-hmm. It's not really make as much money as possible so I can go buy a fancy new car, a fancy new watch. It was more that um, at that point, um, making sure I had that backup plan uh, after uh, it was like January of 2008. Mm-hmm. I had no money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the, I, I think that was really more the uh more I'm the, glad you said answer. that you had no money, but not that you were broke because you weren't broke. I wasn't broke. You were working. Uh, I just didn't have... The capital at that time mm-hmm. uh i didn't have uh you know money was coming in but not enough to cover office space internet um uh, uh salary for, uh, for 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 two of us mm-hmm. uh, so for about five months i took no salary mm-hmm. uh l- lucky enough that you know over the years uh while at rga and and having um kicks finder i started to save uh, mm-hmm. a little bit but not enough mm-hmm. to really say you know that was a very very scary moment in in my life, and that that was one of the the toughest lessons uh, that I to this day that I will you know say uh, never will I um, uh, uh, not have that cash reserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm. Hey, listen, you you sometimes our failures turn into great lessons for our successes. You know, mm-hmm. and uh, not losses but lessons. Well, absolutely, look at you, you fucking poet again. You know what, uh, you mean. What is your daily routine now, you know, that you came so far, you know? Like, what is your daily routine looking like now these days? Um, it, It's a big variety. I mean, it, it's all a combination of um, whichever fire that you need to put out first, you know. I use these wacky keywords, but it, it's really you wake up to fires. Yeah. Uh, you know, something's going on, this and that. Um, you know, uh, you got to do this, you got to do that. And you just kind of have to learn to... Uh, you know, delegate and you know let some of the other other guys do your job for you. Mm. Um, Hard to do sometimes, right? Past that, I mean, I'm working on. Um, you know, for instance, today I was wor- I got up uh, to probably one or two sneaky news rela- related things. You know, the, the the sad part is at this point, it's no longer as fun as it used to be. Where I'm just sitting there replying to emails, and a, a, a big part of my day today was. Replying to emails, um, I worked on a, a few things, uh, sneakercon related. You know, we were talking through Hong Kong, trying to figure something, some things out there. Uh, quickly moved on to uh, a stadium goods uh, conversation. Uh, back to trying to get 
you know, we had a meeting about uh, Instagram today. You know, my guys asked me, you know, what do we do with Instagram stories? You know, uh, we actually recently uh, closed down uh, uh, Jordan's Daily just because. Uh, really? Uh, not the Instagram account. But the uh, the website, I love it. Uh, but at this point, I, I think we we can move on. You mm. know, it's funny yeah. when you just mm. launched that. Um, I didn't know if it could work because you already had sneaking news, and then you were trying to make it all Jordan Daily. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you really kicked it off. That's when I really said to myself, "This fucking guy Yu Ming is, is 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 whatever you put your your fucking spin on, it gets spinning." Mm-hmm. And you really got that up there, and, and and the Instagram got up there, and really Jordan's Daily started to be a reputable site for mm-hmm. Jordan news. Mm-hmm. 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 You know, yeah. you could finish by saying you know uh, what happened, but even with sneaker news, my question is, do people still read blogs like that, like websites like sure. that? Sure, I think so. They okay. Absolutely do. I mean, um, you know, not to be boastful or anything, we we have about nine million people that read our site on a monthly basis. Mm-hmm. Um, not to talk mention. that shit. Not to mention the, uh, not to mention the, uh, the, the, you know, the millions of people who follow our, us on. Um, does LeBron James still follow you on uh, on Instagram? I think he still does. I mean, we have a we have a bunch of really interesting followers. You know, um, you know, like who? I actually have no clue, but <laughs> I, I, I know. I can, I, know tell, I can tell you when I used to write this. I know this. in our decks, uh, we we do uh, call them out, but I I just can't remember any of them. I used to write this article for Shoe Game. Yeah, I had to go to Sneaker News to find out the new releases. Mm-hmm. I mean, Sneaker News is still for me the definitive site I go to for release dates. You guys still put a lot of work in. Uh, we, I would say, I'm that's by far the proudest thing that I have done. Uh, you know, for the industry is really build this incredible resource, not just for Sneaker News, but really the re- releases. I would honestly claim. No one can touch us on in terms of that release dates. Calendar. I used to go to Sneaker News to get the monthly releases so that I could then throw 10 of them under the bus in the drop 10 article. But um, really, I, I used to go there. We've invested very heavy into, into that. So actually, the, the, what we turn KicksFinder into is our massive database. Uh, the database that drives uh, the releases today. Mm. Uh, mm. Full, full-fledged. Data, a sneaker database, basically. Um, it, it, it controls the images, the release dates, the colors, the SKUs, you know, and, and as much tech data as you want in, in this little database that we, you know, keep private, uh, but is being used by uh, sneakernews.com. It was being used by jordansdaily.com. Uh, we actually have the Sneaker News app, which also takes data from there. From there. Mm-hmm. So that that is one of my proudest things that we've been able to do you know yeah i'm pretty proud of you know the other stuff that we do but that because it's such an incredible and useful uh, s- uh set of information uh, i'm actually very proud of myself uh pat myself on the back i feel like we we just sat and talked with the official plug yeah well keep in mind too you how know, does you may have all that all that data. He's part of the triads. I told you. Uh, <laughs> you listen. know, it's a lot of data entry. Uh, mm-hmm. We we do uh, uh, we do have one guy that does it. We do randomly from time to time use our interns uh, when we do have them uh, to do all that data entry. But it's a lot. It's it's actually a lot of work. It's a full time job. It's actually more than a full time one person's job. If I had ten people working on it, I, I would love to kind of go back and. Go all the way back to '85 and really have every single shoe mm. covered. Mm. Um, the history, every single the history. skew, every single image. Mm. Um, 
I, I think a little bit of what uh, Stadium Goods and what I've infused in, into the company is really creating as much data as possible. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Content creator. No, not just content creator, but, but really archivist. Yeah, archivist. And yes, his, yes. historian. Mm-hmm. Historian, mm-hmm. or should, should we say kick-historian? A <laughs> little bit less of a historian, but a little bit more of a archivist. Mm-hmm. Ar- you know, archivist? I, he, he makes up his fucking words. I don't know what. Whenever he smokes the the the, the Girl Scout cookies, he's fucking. <laughs> he don't know what the fuck he's saying sometimes, um, but then he sounds like he does. You mean future bloggers, future people looking to get into sneakers? You know, people. You know, these young kids in SneakerCon. I mean, I go through. You know, you know how I know SneakerCon was popping. I mean, obviously, I've seen it from the beginning. With you guys, I've been there. Remember, I came to the, you know, mm-hmm. I would come to every one. You would invite me yep. to the, to, to, to nah, the, nah. Nobody remembers that piece. Nah, he listen. I've nobody seen, remembers that piece. I seen it. He invited me. That you know how I know you men got big, in the sense of that. He used to invite me to every one. He used to send an email like, "Look, guys, I would love for you, you know, to come." And da When he stopped doing that, I was like, "Oh shit!" But then he would like hit us with a ticket master ticket. Like, here, I've attached your tickets, and I was like, "Yeah." But anyway, you know how I knew my daughter was like, "Oh, my friends go to SneakerCon." I'm like, "What the fuck? Who's your friend goes to SneakerCon? I'll bring you." And uh, you know, I brought my daughter through there. I've seen, you know, Dallas have seen sneaker moms, sneaker dads. There's fucking ten year old kids I seen there with a fucking two thousand in their hand trading Yeezys. The point I'm trying to make is this. That's the most incredible thing I ever saw. They're the future. Could you imagine you, Ming? I mean, you you could you you grew up with two hardworking blue collar, grimy blue collar parents. No hmm. disrespect, but I mean, to see a kid get a thousand dollars from his dad to buy a mm-hmm. pair of sneakers. Yeah, that's it's crazy. It's crazy. You know, but but what I'm saying is that the kids are our future. You know, um, and and you see, where the hell was I going with this? I don't know, Pete. I don't you, know. Well, you're not gonna fucking remember with those Girl Scout cookies that you smoke. No, we're talking about uh, oh, for future bloggers, for future people who're gonna get in sneakers, for future creatives in the footwear world. What's some advice that you have for them? Um, I I think it, it comes down to really just putting in that work. You know, everyone says put in that work, but mm-hmm. if if you if you know about putting in work, you know, you're you're really out there. You're not afraid to uh, take any job. You're not afraid to work at McDonald's. You're not afraid to uh, sweep the floors. You clean the bathrooms, um, do delivery and whatnot. And I see some of these kids sometimes uh, doing it. And I said, you know, that's incredible. You know, if you can, instead of thinking of it of a job and a learning experience, then you're going to get several hundred more times than the money that you earn there. Um, You know, if you... Even, you know, I've never worked in retail or like in, uh, in I have worked in the, in the restaurant uh, industry, I guess, on one level or another. Um, if you can use that, you know, I didn't realize it until much later that, uh, until actually I graduated from school and paid all this money to go there, that, man, I, I wish I had paid a little bit more attention. I was actually mm. a really bad kid. I uh, I got bad grades and I I tried to drop out of high school a few times and I uh, I cut school and and I did all that stuff. Those are all great learning experiences and I see some parents today uh, where they kind of have this really tight grip on their kids and they don't let them do anything. They don't let them try anything. They don't let them whatever you know. They don't even let them have a job sometimes. And I'm just like, man, you know, if I had a kid and there was a uh, there was a, 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 a dishwashing job for him or her. Uh, I'll let them do it. Yeah. If they want to do it, I'll let them do it. Yeah. I'm not going to force them to do it. Yeah. I, I would try to con- convince them to uh, 
do with some of that work um you know we've been lucky enough to uh you know uh earn a decent living and, and uh you know hopefully when i have some kids you know we don't have the same struggle my parents did um uh bringing me up um but at the same time i i wouldn't really yeah sure i i would give them the most i can but at the same time i think they still need to really uh have that humble uh you know have some of these humbling experiences of doing work sure to yeah. learn to learn so, to learn from the experience i, I remember being yeah. with sneaker con in dc this was like the first time i had hung out with sneaker con after the show and watching everybody set the place back up like i hadn't watched them. i hadn't watched you guys set up the show but i watched you guys break it down mm-hmm. sweep the floor literally take this space we were in to before you had come into that space mm. that was just mind-blowing to listen because they and they're they, magicians and they did it right after the show they're magicians listen mm. um you ming um as we finally wind this episode down um you know, I wanted you to obviously give some advice to young people as you have, you know, people on the come up. But also, I wanted to ask you, why did you guys never do video? Um, you know, because a lot of other... It, it would, I would say that's probably uh, another thing that we were failing at uh, is, you know, like we were uh, earlier with, uh, with, um, with uh, social media. Uh, video is something that... Um, it's close to my heart, but it, it's, uh, you know, we've tried. I've hired um, Tariq from time to time to do some, but, you know, we're not we're not the face of, uh, we don't have a face of Sneaker News. You know, like, I, as you guys know, I'm, I'm, I'm really quiet. Sure. I don't really do a lot of interviews uh, within the sneaker industry. I do love uh, doing the outside of sneaker industry uh interviews because you know what it's it's a way for me to not just promote myself but also promote this uh this culture that we're we're all involved with and 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 the more we kind of promote it the more the more there is to it Mm -hmm. um so i I love doing those but um I, i just i'm i'm pretty shy um i don't speak very well um, what do you mean you don't speak well? You speak well. I don't. Uh, I'm not very good. On, I, I know you. I'm sure I can get on camera, but at this point in my life, uh, I don't think I have that. Uh, hey, you made an appearance on G. Remember G4? Or what was it called? Remember that show that you showed me? G4. G, yeah. 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 On account? TV. Yeah. 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 Uh, and uh, you know, lucky enough to have kind of done a, a few really nice uh, TV appearances. Um, does, does Freshness Magazine exist? As a print magazine? No, I mean it no. just as a just as an entity, as a website. Still, yeah. Oh, of it, course, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. My, my partner Dan uh, puts a lot more energy into it um, yeah. uh, than I do. I, I just um, have quite a lot less energy um, devoted to at this point um, with the with just the 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 the, uh, the requirements of sneaker news and mm-hmm. and uh, and sneaker con, um, you know. I think uh, we just did London, and we came back and did a two-day Chicago. Mm. In August, we're gonna we're gonna attempt to do Hong Kong, Australia, come back to do Toronto, and do Atlanta all in four <laughs> weeks' time. No way. Um, no, you're not gonna do that. <laughs> we already booked three of the four, so all right, we're just waiting to book that <laughs> Toronto. Um, but you know, w- with that said. Uh, mm. I don't. I don't know if I'm even going to have time for sneaker news. I'm. I, uh, you know. I'm going to have to make time for uh, stadium goods. But uh, when that's hap- 
taking place, I will be away from my sneaky news office and I will not be, you know, lucky, you know, this, it's great that we have uh, some of this amazing technology like Slack and, uh, and some of the group chat uh, stuff, but, and, um, and Dropbox and stuff. But um, past that, I, I wouldn't really, you know, when I'm on the road, my mind is fully focused on, on the road and I try to be lazy. Um, oh, actually, that's one thing that I, I love to uh, tell people is that uh, one of my life goals is to be as lazy as possible. And <laughs> by, by saying that, it's just being as efficient as possible. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, if you're as efficient as possible, you can be as lazy as possible mm. and still get a lot of stuff done. Hey, mm. listen, that may Not be a the, quote. That may be a quote mm, that somebody yeah, may you tweet just, you, you just, that, that, that may be a quote. Where, where are you, you on uh, Twitter, Mr. Yu Ming Wu? And I am not Instagram? on Twitter. You're still on Twitter. I, gave, just, I, I have the account, but I would say I don't check and I do not uh, post. What is it, Mr. Yu Ming Wu on yeah, Instagram correct. too? Yeah. So it's Mr. Yu Ming Wu on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Okay. Listen. What uh, else do you need other than Instagram now that they got stories? Well, who the fuck knows? You mean is not. I'm stories. a little bit more into a Facebook at this point. Uh, I've kind of like I I never I was never into Facebook, but I think Facebook at this point is actually quite interesting um, to to storytelling mm. uh, to kind of not keeping up with friends, but also getting my news and, and whatnot. You know, mm-hmm. I've I've had a very long uh, subscription to New York Times, and I don't really read it anymore. Mm. Uh, I actually spend a lot of time on uh, relying on my friends for news on in, on uh, on Facebook, mm-hmm. which I think is is actually quite a bit more powerful. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Listen. Um, it was great for you to sit down. I feel like there's so much more to go over. You know what? Before we go, I want you, if you could only take five sneakers out of your collection, instead of giving you a, instead of giving you a top five, because I feel like that's so cliche, if you could only take five shoes out of your 14, 1500 pair collection, what would they be? Um, probably, as of right now? As of right now, I'll probably uh, grab a pair of Black Cement 3s. Mm-hmm. Um, I would grab, i probably grab a... a, a, a um, Ultra Boost? Ultra Boost. Um, I don't know if I would which, want anything which else. Which Yeezy 1, 2, or 3? I don't think I would grab any of them. Mm. You know, uh, I don't know, for life, life survival or for what? No, just if you could just only gra- grab, that's it, that's it, five for the rest of, you know, out you of know your collection. What? Honestly, I'd probably just grab a pair of Jordan 3s and a pair of um, Ultra Boost, call it a day. I, really? I just two? Just two. Mm-hmm. You know, I used to travel with only two pairs of sneakers, and I still, uh, to this day, still only travel, no matter how long I'm away, uh, three pairs. Mm-hmm. So, um, Efficiency. I would say, yeah. You know what? Uh, Jordan 3 only because um, that is a all-around uh, shoe that I can wear in the rain, uh, in the snow, um, in, the, in the summer, wherever. And these guys just for comfort, but uh, the Jordan Three is by far one of the most versatile uh, shoes out there. I wear that probably my favorite rain shoe, mm. uh, an all weather shoe. Mm, that's your boot. <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. You mm. know, you know, um, Nike. Um, but you when Shoezim came out, did Nike fly you out for that, or you went out there? Um, sh- we actually. We're lucky enough to actually break the story of Shuzim, yes, I the guy. That, yeah. um, so, no, I've never been. Uh, we what was we his went name again. What's his Jordan name? Geller? Yes, yes. I, uh, I, like I that story. believe um, Aaron, and I forget if someone else also from from from, yeah, uh, I think from two, my end. Yeah, but I think two guys there. went down. I think maybe John. 
Yeah, possibly. Um, they went out there, and um, I wish, um, I mean, we were a little bit strong in video at that point, and we would have had an incredible uh, whatever uh, video from it. But uh, no, we, we actually were extremely lucky to have broke that. And then um, next thing you know, Nike and... Um, Tinker Hatfield and, and Mark Parker who came there. Flew there in their private jets to visit. Uh, have you so ever met Mark Parker? I've actually met him uh, twice, uh, a few times. Uh, one of um, my first cool meeting with him, I was uh, one of those media trips. Uh, I was in Huntington Beach uh, for the, I think it was the... Agenda? Hurley. No, it was Hur Hurley. No. I think it was Hurley's uh, uh, something of skate or, or whatever it was, of uh, uh, surf. Something of surf. Mm. Anyway, and we're I'm walking in down Hunting Beach, and I see Mark Parker walking down the beach, and I just yeah. You, were you surfing? No, I just uh, I just waved high, and and lucky enough, uh, his personal I guess PR person uh, knew who I was and and remembered me uh, from the few times that we've met, and he uh, introduced us, and we chatted for a little bit. So that was a really nice. amazing meeting outside of sure outside mm -hmm. of of the realm. What about yeah. Jordan? You, you ever met Jordan? I have never met Jordan. I have seen him up close. Actually, thought, you know I what? I thought you went down to his son's uh, opening. What's his son? So, actually, I have met Jordan, and I have actually had a drink with Michael Jordan. What the fuck? How do you go from not knowing to having a... Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. That's I, like, I, I, I didn't have sexual relations with that girl, you know? <laughs> I did not remember that. I actually, uh, you know, you caught me a little bit off guard. Uh, I actually... Again, uh, just being in this industry and having done what I've done, uh, lucky enough to have met a lot of people, and... and um, one of them is uh, uh, Carlos, uh, who own one of the owners of SoFly. Mm -hmm. uh, and, oh, from and, Miami, right? And again, that's uh, his brother, uh, brother-in-law. Brother and uh, I, um, like I said, I love meeting people. I try to be as as nice to them as possible, and <laughs> I like like to kind of keep friendships uh, for all the people that I meet that that, that actually I feel comfortable being friends with. Uh, Carlos is uh, is one of those guys, and you know, obviously as a store owner, he you know these guys ask for a lot. So, but I, I try to you know give them as much as uh, as possible. But one, uh, when the All Star Game was in New York City, uh, was that two two years ago? Yeah, two years mm -hmm. ago, two thousand fifteen. Um, Carlos was in town, and and you know we've actually only met each other like maybe once uh, or twice uh, when we used to do uh, the Miami Sneak Con. So he was in town. He said, "You mean, you know, let's uh, come by, have a have a hang out, and you know, just uh, catch up a little bit." So I went to, uh, you know, and he was staying at uh, that new hotel, uh, that billionaire uh, building. Um, I forget what the name of the hotel. It's on Fifty Seventh and like Seventh. Uh, really beautiful mm -hmm. building. Um, you know, one of those Park, Park Hyatt, maybe sure, sure, whatever it is. And he was just staying there. I was like, you know what? I, I do want to come check out what the hotel looks like. Um, so we, you know, I met him at the um, at the hotel bar, and we sat down, had a you know, had a few drinks, and um, you know, we, we was like into our second drink, and he's just like, uh, YM, can you just move over? Uh, Michael is coming. I'm just like, you know, I like <laughs> looked over, and I, I just like, you know, shocked. Uh, you know, but you know, I, I'm not a. Um, I don't get very starstruck. Like, starstruck, uh, you know, having met so many people uh, through through, sure, uh, sure. through this stuff. Uh, but I was just really like blown away that you know I turned my head and here's this monster of a guy 
me sitting down, uh, I pro- he probably has like another two feet, three feet uh, ahead of me. So I'm sitting down, look up, and here is Michael Jordan, um, you know, asking me to <laughs> move over so he can sit down. Uh, <laughs> eventually, eventually, he uh, it was get it, out of my seat. <laughs> it felt a little uncomfortable, and he actually ended up sitting across from me because it was a better seat. But uh, he funny thing he's like uh you know what are you drinking and i said uh i um <laughs> i stuttered a little bit i said i'm having a uh i think i was having a um uh something neat whiskey no i was drinking uh, Beer? rum a uh, rum um dark and stormy okay um i i used to go to the caribbean a lot so mm-hmm. it, i i drink mostly rum mm-hmm. um but anyway I, I told him he, he said oh that sounds amazing let me get something. So he tells the, the bartender, "Let me get something like that, uh, but with a little bit of a twist." So you you surprise me, and so uh, we sat down and had two drinks. Mm. Now, uh, did he chatted. know who you were when they? He definitely doesn't know who I am. Um, Do you know think, of sneaker news? I think he knows of the industry and he knows enough. Uh, but he honestly, like, he doesn't have a, a care about. Imagine, uh, imagine know. when Michael Jordan is seen now. Yeah. yeah, you know he he yeah. won't know anything, but, but people will be like, "Yo, Jordan." <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it, it, it's like he doesn't need to know. Yeah, why does he need to know who I yeah. am? Why does yeah. he need to know? Yeah, what no, no, no. Is? Hey, listen, yeah. you'd be surprised. Well, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yep. But 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 it, but it's it's incredible too. I mean, just this incredible intersection of of him inspiring you. Yep, and you then in turn doing what you've done for the sneaker industry and and there's been many people along with you many people along with you but but what you've been able to do for this sneaker industry so we look at it now and i i laugh at it because i mean we've gone through all these eras of um we talked about the early 80s and those shoes we come into the basketball shoe era which is you know the jordan years barkley um pippen penny now now we're moving into track shoes and now we've moved into ultra so we've gone through all these kinds of different uh kind of genre of sneaker what's the next sneaker genre to come i feel like it's sandal mm. nah, Sand- hey listen if, if, shout out to sandal boy shout out to friend relations listen yeah. you know th- this has been great i just feel like it's not enough to even cover everything you have done but we have some, a lot of great stories in the journey and i, I want to be honest um I really admire your journey. Um, we've been friends for a long time, and Thank I appreciate you. our friendship. Um, but more importantly, the journey. Like, you know, you never gave up. Um, you know, you've been a person that, like, uh, never tried to floss, never tried to be anybody else except for yourself. Um, and it's inspiring. And, and to be honest with you, I really consider you one of the most underrated successful people in the industry. Like, meaning, like, just because you're not out here showing fucking Rolexes or or you know, check out my you know my my Saint Laurent or my fucking you know Givenchy you know what I mean like you're not like that so it's like you know sometimes people pass up people who are quiet but it doesn't sure. mean they're not doing work yeah. doesn't mean that they're not fucking like and and honestly like the things you have done have not only like, you help yeah, I'm about to go work in a Chinese kitchen tonight yeah me too me too you know but listen honestly your journey is inspiring Mr. Yu Ming Wu okay seriously what's next anything Thank next you. besides um, uh stadium goods sneaker news and sneaker con i i think uh i think it's enough you know i think it's 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 the you know i i think i i've kind of 
live my dream at this point. Being able to cover sneakers, kind of talk about them, being able to sell sneakers on 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 a very different level than the retail, uh, being able to have this convention that you know travels around the globe at this point, um, mm. you know, meeting and 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 some of these amazing people out there, uh, the young kids, and seeing seeing it firsthand, not just from behind a computer. Um, you know, I I really think the next thing is really like you know um, you know. And I I hope it doesn't have to come to that, but you know someone having to uh, you know buy us out and and you know moving on to the next thing. I I don't know if I can move on to the next thing and and be like, man, I, you know what what I'm gonna do? I'm actually gonna probably next thing I'm gonna do is I'm gonna um, uh, open a uh, nursery. Not a, a, a gardening nursery, that is. Uh. <laughs> what the fuck? Gonna, you, listen, you'll be all right, because whatever you've done, yeah. you have definitely uh, you know, put yeah. your, your magic onto it. Listen, Internets, uh, thanks for listening. Uh, subscribe. Uh, we'll see you next episode. Mr. Yuming Wu, uh, Sneaker Mafia. Um, honestly. A pioneer in this game, and uh, thank you for so, having us. Yeah, I mean, oh, you, me. you. There yeah. ain't nobody else yeah. but you. <laughs> Later, brother. Thank See you, you next episode. Cheers. And if you like what you heard today, okay, then tweet me at the Premium P Show at Premium P or email me at the Premium P Show at Gmail dot com. You were fucking with it. You weren't fucking with it. I don't care. I ain't taking it personal. I want to know your thoughts, okay? And I'll tell you another thing. All my businesses out there, small business, big business, whatever business. If you want to advertise on the Premium Pete Show, email me at thepremiumpeatshow at gmail.com. And let's get something working. Let's figure it out. Okay? I'll see you next week. Cheer. Forget about it.